camper with a bloody nose One with smelly armpits and no clean clothes Then grab your Nalgene of water and your Bible quotes And listen to one time summer camp All right, welcome. Wait, are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. Okay. I'm leaving all this in, so. <laughs> welcome, everybody, to this one time at summer camp. Uh, my name is John. These are my lovely co-hosts, Jeff and Aaron. I just had to read their names off of the screen. Um, <laughs> wow. Feeling Man, that's love. painful. That's it's painful. It's been a long day. Long day. Why has, um, it been a lo- why has it been a long day, John? Uh, you know, just it's yeah. It's good. I get you. Yeah. <laughs> it's your um, way with words that lets me know how old you are. That's. <laughs> it is January eighteenth, twenty twenty one. We are eighteen days into the new year. I'm loving it. How about you guys? You know, Way to good. tell everyone that it's like four hours before the podcast is supposed to be ready. Just we like to, we like plan. to keep it fresh, man. Yeah, that this is the very plan. last minute when you're listening tomorrow morning. Uh, Jeff insisted. I just want I just wanted to put that extra pressure on you tonight because I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, Love it. All right, so as we always do, we're going to open up with a, a little get-to-know-you kind of deal. Um, my get-to-know-you is if you could work one day at any job, Ooh. what would it be? John, and that I, of is course, a really good I will question. start first, and I will talk very slow so you guys Thanks. have plenty of time to know. Um, if I could work one day Who are you? at any place, huh? Who, Who are, are you? you? I've been okay. Yeah. I'm John. <laughs> I'm John. Uh, hey, I'm the former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp here in the wonderful state of Idaho. Um, if I could work any place for one day, Area Fifty One. <laughs> They would. You have to be more specific about your job, though, because you would just be like the guy at the gate that lets people in and out. <laughs> Say no, no, don't come closer. Okay, let let's specify it then. Let's uh, say you have to. <clears throat> I want to work for one day at Area Fifty One, and I want to have all the codes. I want to know every code for every door, every missile, every alien jailhouse door whatever i want all the codes for it. i want to be the code man that's pretty awesome aaron go <laughs> my name is aaron colwick and i am the former program director of briarwood retreat center and camp stony if i could have one day in any job now i have a question do i have to be good at this job like would i just automatically be qualified to do this oh absolutely not Okay. If I could it'd, have... it'd be like a bring your kid to work kind of day. Oof, oof. Okay. If I could work one day. Oh, this is terrible. I would you know, I'm just gonna answer honestly. I would love to be like in the recording studio with like 
Dr. Dre and Eminem and like watch the magic happen behind the scenes and like watch them do their process, but also get to see like the really cool recording equipment. I love AV stuff. So that would be like really fun. That's an honest like answer. I would love to do that. One time I went and saw Third Eye Blind in concert and I paid extra to sit in the sound engineers area. <laughs> So I could be by the mixing boards cool. and everything. And they were like showing yeah. me stuff. And they're like, yeah, this does this. And this is how you, we measure. And I'm like, this is like the nerdiest thing That's I've ever awesome. done. And I love it. It was super cool. So I would oh, like to do that, but answer. on the next level. Very good answer. Well, Jeff, you have some big shoes to fill here. Right. Let's see. Uh, well, I'm Jeff. I'm the former program director at Lutherdale and Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. Um, if I could work any job for a day... I feel like I would want to, hey, um, I want to work in like one of Gordon Ramsay's restaurants. I don't oh, really care which one, yeah. but just like work in the kitchen as long as he's working as well, just for a day. Oh, go because, like to the Hell's, the Hell's Kitchen in Las Vegas. Yeah, That'd be dope. Like, can I just, I, I almost want to be like a fly on the wall. I don't actually want to work. I just want to be in there and like see the process and everything. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I, I just want to see like, like the quote, like how the chips are made kind of thing. Like those are the kind of jobs I'd want to be. And like, I'd want to be like on a movie studio lot, like while they're filming, I don't know, something like that. That would be super dope. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I want to see the aliens. (laughs) I thought about like being an astronaut. That was what was going through my head. And then I was like, I like food. I want one day on the international space station. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We're turning right back down. It's really good. Remember when we were in Nebraska at mm-hmm. the LLM conference? Oh, yeah. And oh, we yeah. got the <laughs> space ice cream. <laughs> and they had the simulator thing. Yeah. No, that space ice cream was disgusting. <laughs> you what? Space like ice cream was so he good. Hated it. That was so bad. It was, well, no, it was it was the, the tri-colored ones. Yeah, yeah the, the Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Yeah, Neo, sure, whatever. Um <laughs> The you white really just tasted that. like dust. <laughs> the chocolate, it maybe tasted like chocolate mixed in with some cardboard. And then <laughs> the pink, I don't even know what it was. Stra- it strawberry. Was Pepto. It was <laughs> rotten something. I don't know. It was absolutely disgusting. And then it got like stuck to my teeth. And I don't, okay. Anyway. Who was the one that was like, Screaming like a little girl in the simulator. Oh gosh, I don't remember. Was I that, didn't get to go on the simulator. Was that Matt? It was Ian. I feel like it was Matt or it was Phil. I feel like it was someone from Texas. I think they were both with us. Maybe it was somebody from Texas. <laughs> it sounds like us. That's my instinct. Sounds right. Sounds like us. That's so funny. At some point, oh. I would love to do another live podcast uh, on Facebook, and I would love, as part of that, for John to have to eat something insanely yes. sweet yes he has to eat a sweet i am all for that I don't, and i have to be so, like what would it be oh maybe carrot like cake. a now huh carrot cake <laughs> not that <laughs> not that we'll have to tell that story sometime anyways or not just make it something that tara uh, <laughs> likes so it doesn't go to waste that's all i ask okay yeah right uh, so let's move past that before we finalize anything. Um, so thank you both for introducing yourself. Um, let's move on to Jeff. He's got our hack. And I'm super prepared. So I think it was uh, 
couple weeks ago, Aaron, you did a hack about counselors having their phones and you you got on your high mm-hmm. horse and talked about how like it can be beneficial. <laughs> I get uh, it. I'm from Texas. Horses. Okay. Yeah, he loves horses. <laughs> oh, smart. Uh, so I actually have a hack that's kind of similar to this. And uh, this was an idea that I got from a friend, uh, Ben Carlson. I don't think he listens. Ben, you should. I'll tell what? You. Ben doesn't listen? No, I don't think so. He's he's too cool for us. What a jack right, wagon. Well, we're not going to share his idea then. No, I will. That's a really good idea. <laughs> no, this is Jeff's idea. This is great. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Come on. Um, so sometimes, uh, I don't know how staff training works for everyone's camp, but oftentimes, like, no kids are there. A little more training? relaxed with cell phones. Like, you're not as strict oh, yeah. with your counselors saying you have to have your phones put away. No kids are around. Whatever. Sorry, I have a one-year-old uh, climbing up on me. What up? I don't understand how this is part of the hack, but this is getting more interesting by the second. So every staff training needs a one-year-old. Yeah, no, they don't need a one-year-old. So anyway. uh, It threw you off your game so much. It did. It threw me off. I forgot what I was saying. Um, No, so sometimes you struggle with like that cell phone balance of using them in staff training and letting the staff have them, but not letting them have them. So... An idea he gave me that I used and really enjoyed was that um, every morning at breakfast, tell the staff like, hey, um, here's a totally optional thing for you. Here's a basket. If you want, put your phone in this for the day. Like just you can voluntarily give it up and um, you kind of set the tone and you put your phone in there to start and it just kind of helps you store it away. And then after worship at night, you bring the basket back out, they can have their phones back. Um, Interesting. It kind of just like, is a very non-committal way to set the stage for them to be like, hey, slowly ease into this. Like the first day, maybe two, three people will do it. But then as like it becomes more of a thing every day, more people will just drop their phone in the basket. And it's a it's a good way for them to kind of ease into summer and not be so shocked. Like, oh, my phone's gone. They can just kind of take it easy week by week. Interesting. Yeah. I love the option. Yeah. Like, it. it yeah, it's so much better than saying no. You can't have your phone during this time. You can't. That's great. That's a yeah. good idea. And if you, I mean, if you talk to some of your leadership staff as well, and kind of let them know, like, hey, we're gonna set the tone, and yeah. if they do it first, new staff will kind of follow that lead. Um, I mean, you have to make mm. it clear when someone's speaking or leading a session, you're not gonna have your phone out. But the big thing is like meal times. I felt like yeah. the staff were always just sitting on their phone instead of talking with each other. So this is a really yeah. good way to kind of. Less pressure. You got a couple weeks to kind of ease into it, but then by the and end of it, everyone dropped their phone in. And then you just lose your phones, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't know what happened to that basket. Yeah. yeah, it disappeared. Period. Chef took them. I was down by the lake, phone. and big old bird came and dropped them in the lake. <laughs> so sad. Um, yeah, I think something you said that really stuck out was the setting the tone. Like, being a, a staff member at camp, 90% of it is setting the tone. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're excited about doing this, then you can get so many people behind it. And um, the other way, too, if you're going to be a super bummer about it, everybody else is going to be bummed out about it. Mm-hmm. So that's a great hack, a great way to get people to start thinking about the campers first and not just what's mm-hmm. on their, on their good, phone. Good job, Jeff. It must be that new microphone. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I got skills. It's shiny. <laughs> that blue it is blue oh man i thought that was just the light off your screen (laughs) that's great um okay thanks jeff 
for that wonderful hack, and we're going to move on to Aaron, who's got our lighthearted, fun, fun story of the... No, week. super serious story. That's what you said. Oh, yes. It's, it's somewhere in between. Um, no, this is, a, this is a very silly, silly story, um, and it has... N- really nothing to do with the the mechanics of camp this is just a funny thing that happened and i would love to get your take on what you would have done um so this is while i was a counselor uh up at camp stony in santa fe new mexico um uh the camp itself is kind of on one of the mountains in santa fe and it's a it's beautiful um uh, it, there's lots of hiking trails. We have a, the ropes course down in the Arroyo. Um, so it's just a really, really cool camp. Um, and it's, and it's not very big. Um, there's three cabins for each, uh, gender. They're little A-frame cabins with bunk beds. And, um, like a huge week of camp is like 60 or 70 kids. Like that's a huge week. Um, if when I was there and we had a couple of those. Well, during the last week was not one of those huge weeks. It was a smaller week. And it was my turn to be like on support staff for the week, Mm -hmm. which really was helping set up games and going and doing a couple of service projects and kind of floating around to different areas where people might need more supervision, like the ropes course or archery, things like that. Um, But the other part of this is that we the for the male staff, there were four of us. Four male staff, four? and there were so yeah four four I know so huge and um <laughs> there was not very many guy cameras so for the so there were two uh, cabins with boys and then I had my own cabin to myself <clears throat> so this is the last week of camp and everyone who is listening if you've ever been a counselor you know by the end of the summer your brain's a little mushy and you're going a little crazy. So I decided I was going to have some fun and I was going to turn my cabin into a fort. So all of the bunk beds, I took all the mattresses off and I moved all the bunk beds to one end of the cabin. Mm -hmm. And I set, and these are like the, we call them the prison mattresses, like the really thin mattresses. Um, I put them up against all the bunk beds, like stack them like, um, like I would lean it up against it and then kind of balance another one on top so that it made a barricade on half of the cabin. Then I created, this is so dumb. I created this elaborate maze that you had to go through to actually get to my bed on the other side of the cabin. You could go through the back door, but it was locked. And that's how I would go in. I, I would go in and open, then I get in, lock the door. And it was just kind of fun. And I put up like I had this Bruce Lee flag and I put it up there. I had squirt guns that I like mounted to the bunk bed with duct tape that were like in little <laughs> holes in the mattresses so that they were poking out so that you could like defend the fort and things <laughs> oh, like that. Um it it was a fun afternoon. It took me about three hours to set everything up. Were uh, you supposed I to be working while this was going on? No, that's the thing. There was literally nothing to do because it was like the first day. And so like you're not doing a lot of your high impact stuff and you're doing more uh-huh. introduction stuff. So our director at the time was like, you know what? Just take the afternoon off. And I was like, dope. So <laughs> I set this up. Um, Come towards um, the 
staff meeting the next morning and they're like he was like so what did you do with your afternoon off and i was like well i made a fort in cabin f and he goes a fort and i was like yep yep i sure did and i had a digital camera uh, at the time a for any of my Ooh, tech geeks out there i had a full i had a five megapixel digital camera huge um <laughs> it was amazing and That's I showed thing. them pictures, and everyone was like, oh my gosh, you're a nerd, you're a dork, I can't believe we did this. And the girls were giving me such a hard time about this. And they're like, why? Like, boys are so dumb. And I was like, boys how dare dumb. you insult my castle? This is my domicile, <laughs> and I worked hard on it. It's amazing. And so, uh, during that afternoon, two of the girl counselors, um, I'm, uh, they're, both of their names began with K, so we'll call them K and K. K and K come over on their break to come look at it. And they're like, what is this? And I was like showing them all the stuff. And then they were just giving me a hard time. Okay. Fast forward to the next day. So now it's Wednesday. I come back uh, from helping somebody uh, on their cabin thing. And I go to my cabin and it is locked. And I was like, oh crap. Did I lock the front door? Why would I do that? That's so dumb. So I walk around to the back of the cabin and I try to open the door. It is also locked. And I was like, oh no. And inside I hear this laughing. K and K had (laughs) abducted my fort, my cabin. My, the Colwick castle had been put to siege and had been, (laughs) oh, it was terrible. And so I was like knocking on those like, let me in my cabin. And they were just laughing like, no. And it was this ridiculous moment. So I ended up contacting the program director and I was like, dude, I got locked out of my cabin. He's like, yeah, yeah, they told me. (laughs) Apparently, it was this big thing that had been planned. Here is where I leave you off, gentlemen. How do you reclaim your castle? Burn it. (laughs) Wow. Um, No. Um, How do you reclaim your castle knowing, and here's the thing, you have about... 20 minutes before we're doing basically getting everybody together for song time okay and their break's going to be over um you have 20 minutes to try to figure out how to get your castle back what do you do i've got it all right um so uh i've said this before bribery is great right i'm gonna use that um what i would do is i would find how old are the kids on camp this week uh are they like i want to say i want to say upper elementary and junior high i think i don't actually remember but i think i would find the cabin with the smallest like most adorable kid (laughs) and i'd be like hey i will buy you a piece of candy from the canteen camp store if you help me out and i would come up with a plan where i would hide out near the door like in the trees or weeds i'm assuming there's something i've been to briarwood i feel like this is a camp stony we're in the desert mountains (laughs) Well, I would hide somewhere, a rock, armadillo, whatever you can find. And I would pay this kid to walk by the cabin and then like right near it, like trip and fall and hold their (laughs) knee and just start crying out for help and screaming. Because the cutest little kid, they're going to like that motherly instinct is going to kick in. They're going to come out and be like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And as soon as that open, they open the door, they go check on the kid. You book it in. You shut the door behind you and you lock them out and then you've got your castle back. That is genius, Jeff. That's actually better than what I did. So I'm a little <laughs> upset at how good that was. What? Where were you? 
17 years ago. <laughs> he had just graduated college. <laughs> no, I was in the third grade. <laughs> no, you're the old one now, remember? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually wasn't in third grade. Uh, um, that's really good. All right, John, how about you? All right, so I have two options. But I have a question first before okay. I choose which one. Okay. Um. Oh. Uh, okay. Maybe three. <laughs> three options or three questions? Yeah. Yes. Um. Okay. First question. Yep. Is there a fireplace? No. <laughs> no. It's an A-frame cabin with like very little. And there in New Mexico, like fire is not a really a thing. Um, okay, so that takes that out. I was going to say, if the fire started, you just cover the chimney and smoke them out. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) Option two. You know, all of my possessions are in this cabin. Like, smoke damage sounds terrible. (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do. Okay. Um, okay, next option. (laughs) Do you have access... Two really big speakers. I I do not, but I'd okay. love to hear what you were gonna do with them. So this option was, you put these really big speakers all around the building, point it into the building, and play the loudest, most annoying <laughs> song that you can think of with the kill switch just outside the door, but far enough where they have to come out of the door. <laughs> To shut it off. Like the most annoying song that you could think of for them. Okay. All right. Option number three. Mm-hmm. Remember last time when we talked about pack rats? <laughs> the, the mythical creatures, yes. Get a whole bunch of them. <laughs> what? They will find a I way love in. this idea. They will find a way. They just, they will. They will find a way in. So you befriend them in 10 minutes and you set them loose on the cabin. That was my I, idea. Pack rat army. That was Jeff's idea. Really? Yeah. It's Pack full circle. I, th- I think that would work if they were real creatures, John, but <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist. Um, well, those, are all, three options. Th- those are all really good ideas. I really appreciate all of them. <clears throat> Here's what I did. <laughs> I went and filled... Uh, a decent amount of water balloons. Oh. Um, as quick as I could. And I carried them in a bucket. And I actually got the program director named Chris to come over and help me. Chris. Um, and then I also had a couple of squirt guns that I took from the pool. And I ran over. And then the doors, whoever designed these doors didn't do a great job. Um, the... The actual, like, um, I don't know the technical terms. They're like in the door, like the actual lock part, the metal part that like latches in into the door. You could see that from the outside. <laughs> and so if you got a coat hanger hook and you just hooked it around, you could pull and it would open the door. And I found this out from locking myself out of the cabin a couple of times and <laughs> it worked Brilliant. out. So I grabbed the cut coat hanger hook I had uh, outside hidden. And I was like, okay, Chris, we're going to open and we're going to demolish them. He's like, isn't all your stuff going to get wet? And I was like, collateral damage, a lesson <laughs> must be taught. 
And so, no to smoke. Yeah, and so <laughs> <laughs> I we opened the door really, and like we we're trying to be quiet so mm-hmm. they didn't hear us. But it's there's gravel all around the cabin, so like they, I think they knew we were coming, but I made it sound like we were on the other side. And so we open the door, and they're looking towards like all the little peepholes I had made in my uh, fort in my castle. And they turn around, and we just start chunking water balloons and squirting them and stuff like that. It was hilarious. And it was fun. Water was everywhere. They were soaked. Fun fact. So after we were done, like, we hear the uh, bell ring to come do song time and stuff. And we're, like, dripping wet. And we have to go change into... And then they're like, well, we have to go change. I was like, why? I'm like, we have staff pictures today. Ooh. Like the staff picture, and I was like, "Oh, so that's great." In the staff picture, you can see K and K. Their hair is like glistening in the sun because <laughs> we were soaking wet. I went back to my cabin that night. I feel like it already was mildewing. It smelled oh so wet in there, Ugh. and so I had to disassemble my castle so that I could get things to dry. So, it, all in all. I guess their mission was accomplished and they took over my fort enough to destroy it. But I kind of, you made me laugh. John I was like, I would burn it down. I was like, I mean, I did the opposite of that, but it still had to go down with the ship. <laughs> All right. So, oh, and so then fun fact, one of those K's is my wife now, Katrina. I was going to ask. I yep. knew it. Yep. She was, Ugh. she started off taking things away from me. <laughs> still continues right still continues now it's just my manhood <laughs> wow so if she listens to this and hears that i know for a fact she does not so that's why i have a little more boldness into what i say <laughs> oh i'm gonna be tagging her in this one. Oh yeah yeah no if yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tag the other k her name was Kristen. um um i'll tag her <laughs> Kristen. if you do end up listening to this i hope you know the next story i have is when y'all made me feel like someone was haunting my same that same cabin <laughs> oh that's so great it was the same week oh my gosh <laughs> it was the worst what an eventful week thank yeah. you so much aaron for your story mm-hmm. um wow we've talked about a lot of different things today uh so thanks for listening everybody uh if you want to get a hold of us what's our phone number aaron two six two eight eight five one five five one and Jeff, what's that email they can get to us? This number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. And John, what happens next? Well, I'll tell you what happens next. <laughs> uh, we will answer those phone calls. We will answer those emails. Please get a hold of us. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest, hit us up. We'll, we'll find a time to make that happen. Other than that, thank you all again for listening and have a wonderful day, night. Bye. Peace out. If you got one camper with a bloody nose, one with smelly armpits and no clean clothes, then grab your Nalgene water and your Bible quotes and listen to one time summer camp. Ha, 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 ha.